I think it's worth the $300 to have an inspector go through every little nook and cranny, even if it's a really pristine property, because he's going to be able to tell you, give you a list of things that should be fixed and need attention. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and today I'm here with David Robinson. And today we are going to talk about how to not get stuck in a money pit. So for those of you who don't know what a money pit is, is you buy a property and you just have to keep throwing money into it and lighting it on fire because it's costing you so much money um, and your rent, your rental income or your income from the property isn't making any money, um, enough money to offset all the money you're throwing into the pit. And therefore, it's probably not a great property. However, if you hold on to it, for long enough, it will be, but still, it's a money pit. David, what do you think? The the number one strategy for avoiding getting stuck in a money pit property is giving yourself enough time in the contract to conduct reasonable due diligence and thorough due diligence. So the key is making sure that the contract that you're writing with the buyer and if you have a broker involved, they should absolutely be helping to protect your interest and your time. Make sure that you have a reasonable amount of time to complete thorough due diligence to assess the condition and the challenges and the opportunities with the property before you're fully financially committed. And in some cases, depending upon the market that you're in, there are times when you have to be more aggressive. And in many cases over the last handful of years, I've had clients that have had to put up hard earnest money on day one. We've had to do that on some properties that we've bought. Hard earnest money day one. But you want to try to avoid having any financial commitment uh, until you have enough time to complete thorough due diligence. In my world, on a residential property, two weeks to three weeks gives you plenty of time to conduct very thorough due diligence. If you have a good inspector in your back pocket that you really like, you might be able to do that in a week. But you know, you probably want two, three, maybe even four weeks, depending upon the property, to complete your due diligence. So those are my thoughts. Yeah. So when I'm looking at a property, um, I kind of do three different inspections. So when I initially walk through the property, I inspect it. So I have a construction company. I have enough knowledge. I've seen enough properties to where I can inspect the property as I'm walking through the first time and understand um red flags and understand, you know, what I can add to make it better. And so I'm looking at all that stuff. Sometimes I'll bring my little electrical probe tester and a flathead screwdriver to look at the electrical panel. But um, obviously not everyone can do that. Um, so I walk through the first time and then I have an inspector come and go through the property and they're super thorough. Uh, and I I could just fall back on my walkthrough, but I want, I think it's worth the $300 to have an inspector go through every little nook and cranny, even if it's a really pristine property, because he's going to be able to tell you, give you a list of things that should be fixed and need attention. And it's not always a reason people mistake having an inspection as a reason to back out of the property or lower the price, but it's also really good for you as the new owner to have a list of things that you should fix. Um, 
So it's super useful to have done. Um, and then the third thing I always do is I have a an awesome foundation guy. I'll pay him a hundred bucks and he he doesn't even charge me, but I pay him a hundred bucks because it's worth because it's not worth his time otherwise. And he'll run a laser from corner to corner outside the house and make sure the foundation is good. So those are my three things that I really make sure I do if there's um if there's possible like main sewer issues and I'll scope that. But I really make sure that I know what I'm getting into with the foundation, with the material, what materials the house was built with, what uh, condition it's in. And visually, I can see that walking through and my inspector goes deeper. And then my foundation guy really looks at the foundation of the property and make sure that it's pretty perfect, honestly. And so those those are like my big things. And I think if you do those, then you're not going to be stuck in a money pit. But also remind yourself that if you buy something that's going to have to be updated, it is going to be a money pit for the time being. So put that money aside, figure out, maybe even have a contractor come in and give you a quote. Um, even if you're planning on doing it all yourself, have a contractor come in and give you a quote. And that way, you know exactly how much it's going to cost if you have to hire it out. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.